0: Welcome back, listeners. This is episode two of Shut Up Meg podcast. Yes, that is Meg like egg, but you can call me Megan. How y'all doing? I'm so happy if this is your second time listening. What's up? This is your first time listening. I hope you stick around. Make sure you give me a follow, rate it. If you have opinions and suggestions, not not friends or family, please. Uh, feel free to use that email that's in the show notes. I am welcome to constructive criticism. I'm always open to that. I am once again in a position to have my dogs walking around. So if you hear click clacking, that is them. And I apologize for nothing. As promised, this episode is called Why You Being Weird? We're going to jump right on in with no delays. I have not dated in years. Years. I would go as far as to say I've never had a boyfriend. I've never really dated somebody authentically. Not even my child's father. I was a baby. That shit did not count. Okay? And that was very very short lived before I got pregnant and then shit just hit the fan. So dating though. Dating is difficult, and y'all don't make that shit any easier. And the main thing that I see between dating, just relationships at all, is a failure to communicate. And I know people say that a big reason why relationships fail is usually because of sex or money. I agree, but I think the biggest thing could be is, is communication. At the end of the day, your ability to communicate your Position your point of view is non-negotiable. That should be at the top of the pyramid. I do not. I do not understand the concept of not wanting to speak up or advocate for yourself and what you want in an honest manner with the person that you claim that you want to have in your life in any capacity, even situationships. We have some details that we need to discuss before we move forward in that manner to ensure that everybody's expectations are being met, or exceeded. And what I've noticed is people don't know how to set boundaries. They don't know how to enforce them. And they don't know what to do when somebody tap dances on those on those boundaries. For me, you get one shot. That if somebody is showing you what they are or aren't capable of, believe them the first time. Don't give them a second opportunity to play in your face. Because you will be the one who is upset. So a little bit of background about me. I have multiple pages across multiple social media platforms so if I'm on Instagram you best believe I probably have about five or six pages on TikTok I have about five or six pages profiles why because I like to keep my the things that I'm viewing separate don't ask me why it, that's just that's just me that's just how I am I have a personal profile where I just kind of follow almost everybody it's a free-for-all and one of the pages that I follow Shaka Bar's He's, I think he's vegan. He's into fitness. He has a lot, and he does a lot of um, humanitarian type things. I think he's building a school. I'm not sure where he is on that. But anyway, all that to say, he made a post that is rather lengthy, and I am going to read every last word of it, and then we're going to talk about it. So he made a post. It was showing this horse getting straight to the business. And his caption says, After speaking to many women over the years, I have come to learn that the one-minute man is not an urban myth but an actual reality for women everywhere. You are too lazy to make her orgasm, but you got your nut right. Sex and lovemaking is an important ritual. This is one of the ways we bond and reaffirm bonds, thus keeping a relationship strong. When I was younger, I made it my prerogative to be able to satisfy any potential partner. Mainly due to insecurities, nobody wants to be called shit in bed. Fellas, it's important that we learn our bodies properly. Learn her body. Know where the clitoris is. Look her in the eye. Read her body language. If you can't manifest another erection after you ejaculate, then you need to make sure that she is satisfied before you finish. Your partner will tell you what she likes, how she likes it. If she wants you to choke her, do what she says. If she tells you she's going to come, don't stop unless you're about to bust and you want to give her multiple orgasms. Stop. grab a water and get back to delivering the orgasms she deserves. Okay, yes. You will remain her fantasy for as long as you satisfy her sexually. If she thinks you're too lazy, won't listen, or aren't willing to try, then her mind will wander. Don't end up without a partner because you were too lazy. Get fitter, be healthier, drink water. If you can't walk upstairs without getting out of breath, how are you going to perform? Masturbate and practice controlling when you ejaculate. If you want to have sex for hours, but you can't masturbate for 10 minutes, foreplay is amazing and a great addition to penetration, but if you get too excited every time, then it would be a waste of time. She didn't wax, get her hair done, buy the outfit to watch you snore. Concentration is key. It's okay to pull out, gain control of your body, and continue. If you want your woman to respect you, then you need to satisfy her needs. Women love sex just as much as men do, so make the earth move. If you can't be bothered to make her happy, I'm sure someone else will. Truer words have never been spoken in my entire life. I've never heard words ring so fucking true before. And please know that I am not one of those people who believes that you you should only have sex if you're married, if you're in a relationship, no. If we are two consenting adults who want to have sex, then let's have sex. As long as the pleasure of the other person is the primary focus of what we're doing here. If I'm having sex with you, I want my pleasure to be important to you just like your pleasure is important to me. And we, we, because I'm in my mid-30s and the people that I talk to are typically mid-30s and above, we're too old to not be having good sex. Too old to not be able to communicate what it is that you like or dislike. And I think that a lot of people end up having bad sex because they miss out on the element of having clear communication about expectations. So for me personally, there's a lot of things that, that, uh, that mid-30s Megan is not doing that younger Megan definitely did do. For example, a lot of things I did just to make just to not have things be awkward. I used to have a boyfriend who, and I, I say boyfriend very loosely, he, he had started saying that he loved me and I was just like, ah, finger guns, you, hate you, yeah, you. But instead of just being like, hey, I'm not there yet, I would say I love you back. I didn't love that man. <laughs> and deep down, he didn't really love me either. I am too set in my ways of knowing myself that certain things, especially when it comes to pleasure, are non-negotiable. And I feel like if we can't get on the same page, then leave me alone. And especially if you're not even open to getting on the same page. If you've heard the saying, if you can hung, you can hear. I feel like if you can complain, you can communicate. Don't tell me some shit after the fact. Either we need to have a discussion prior to, or we need to have a discussion during. I'm fine with that. For example, getting in receiving head oral sex. I'm not putting your genitals in my mouth if we are not together. And that doesn't mean that you are in a A relationship that that person can't cheat on you because they most definitely can, do, and will. For me personally, somebody that I'm having casual sex with, I'm not giving you oral. I will gladly receive it if that's what you want to do. But please don't do it with the expectation that there is a tit tit for tat. You do it for me, I'm going to do it for you. Because no. And that's not to say that I won't ever do it. Because I absolutely will. I greatly enjoy giving and receiving. But I think with where we are... In society, there are certain protections that need to be in place, especially if you are simply just having casual sex. And that is, okay, you may get head, but we're going to use a condom. You may give me head, but um, we're going to use a dental dam. How are you not concerned about the person's fluids that are are entering your mouth, your body? There's too many things out here going around (laughs) that you can't shake can't get rid of. And that's on top of spiritual bonds. Like in uh, Shaka's Pose, sex is a ritual, whether it's casual or not. Being cognizant of that is important. You, that's not something you can just brush, brush over, brush through. The ability to read your partner is an art form. And there are so many people, both men and women, that ignore that element of sex. If I'm not moaning, I'm not grabbing, gasping, a little, a little back scratch, you not doing your job. And at this point, I'm just being polite and I'm done being polite. That's insane to me. And I've been of the opinion to allow sex at least three times. The first time to let the the other person kind of lead. The second time, um, I'm going to lead. I'm going to tell you what I like, what I dislike and then the third time it's time to put those things into action and then if it, we can't get it right after that then we need to stop doing this. No 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 no. We're going to have a conversation going forward <laughs> beforehand so that we can both have the right expectation for what the other one should expect, what the other one requires because that can cut down on a lot of wasted time. You not getting freaking the sheets with me if you not bringing freaks in the sheets energy I've noticed that there are a lot of men with sizable packages and think that's enough no it's not and then want to blame the woman for the sex not being good for her not being enthusiastic if you come into me with very limited foreplay and think you're just going to pound on me and I'm going to be receptive to that you are mistaken If you also think that you're going to come to me, give me lazy head with the expectation that I'm going to return the favor and be enthusiastic about it, you are also mistaken. And fellas, this is an aside because I know how guys are and I know know how people are. You get together, you talk, that's how we gain information. You might watch porn. You should not be learning how to give oral sex from a man, fellas. A woman should be explaining that to you because it's very clear when a woman has not explained to you how to properly give oral sex, good oral sex. If you're not sure, ask her where her clit is. Tell her to point to it. Because if you're licking everything but that, I can assure you nobody wants that. Let's say, for example, she has a piercing. Those piercings sit exactly where they need to, where you should put your focus. If you're everywhere but there, you're in the wrong zip code. You're in the wrong county. Nobody likes that. And again, with the whole tit for tat, don't do anything for me expecting me to, to reciprocate. Unless we've had a discussion and that was something that we agreed upon, please don't do that. If, you, if you're going to give me oral, if you're going to give me money, if you're going to give me anything, do it because that's absolutely something that you want to do and not because you're doing it with the expectation that I am going to return said favor because I am not. Especially for somebody that I'm not in a relationship with, be for real. I'm not opposed to casual sex. I'm opposed to casual sex without proper communication because we could have saved a whole lot of misunderstanding. If you aren't making me feel wanted and desired, for what reason will I be excited to have sex with you? And vice versa. If you feel like I'm not giving you the energy that you require, rather than you trying to mush your your semi-hard dick into me, Semi-hard. Why do y'all do that, by the way? If you're not hard out of the way, just take that L and say, Hey, babes, I need a, I need a break. I need a moment. No, no, no. No, no, no. Here you are rubbing this mush meat, just, just mushed mashed potatoes. Just mush, mush, mush. Why are you doing that? Who told you that people like that? Who told you that that's... A, and, and if you're trying to, I guess, stimulate yourself into getting hard, we have missed the mark somewhere already. And ladies, stop gassing these men up to think that they're doing a good job. Tell them that it's trash. Tell them, hey, 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 sir, I got questions. I have a I have to, I have a formal complaint I would like to lodge here. This ain't it. And in my personal opinion, there is nothing worse than having a man with a big dick, with big dick energy that missed that, that still missed the mark. You have a big dick, but you have but you're coupling it with the big dick energy that a small dick man with insecurities have which means you have a big dicky and that's the only thing that you have going for you you don't know how to truly appreciate your partner you're not very good at foreplay anything because if you walk into my house and you don't you're not trying to hug me not trying to kiss me rub me talk to me have some form of a conversation and you expect me to be wet if i have to break out the loop some some things have been missed and i can tell you for a fact it's i'm not the problem i am not the problem Okay, so with that being said, what are some of your bedroom icks? I know what mine are. An ick for me is spit. I'm heavy on the please don't spit on me. If I am not wet enough again, that is not an issue. That is my problem. And ladies, that it, you might get a little dry. For some people, that's a medical thing. Um, for me, no, I don't have any issues getting getting moist. So if I'm not, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> there's something going on here with the other person. And again, I've already explained to you guys, I'm, I'm with the woo woo. Energy is a big thing. If I'm not feeling the vibe of this person is really into me, I, I can't, I, I've tried, I try, not anymore. That has been ruined. That has been ruined, okay? I'm not in, I'm not in the, well, let's try to make it work frame of mind whatsoever. I don't want to have sex with a lazy partner. But I also think it's very important to establish the boundaries of what each person will or won't do. And I'm not breaking out toys. I'm not doing any of that with somebody who's not giving me the energy of somebody who actually wants to be in bed with me. We can all go through the motions. Your energy doesn't lie. That's a big thing. That, that energy being where it needs to be, is, is that's non-negotiable. I've tried to negotiate it before and that has blown up in my face blown up in my face so if i'm not feeling like the most desired woman on the planet when you step into my boudoir, you can go and then what's get lost in the moment i've been there i've gotten lost in the moment uh yeah but now that i'm i'm older i'm a lot more in tune with my body there is no moment to get lost in i don't have that kind of time i don't have that kind of energy i don't have that kind of I had a kind of effort to put towards this with somebody that I'm having casual sex with. And a large, another large part of having sex is being a good listener. Being cognizant of how your partner is responding to you. If you're not doing those things, like, what are you doing? Ew. And thus far, my experiences have only been with men. I'm not opposed to women. I I guess just an opportunity has never presented itself. I just want somebody who understands. I want somebody who gets it. I want somebody who's, who's on the same page. I like affection. I like attention, and I need all of that. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. I want good morning texts. I want you to ask me about my day. I want you to ask, uh, ask me about food. Ask me, did I eat today? Oh, you think my panties coming off? Absolutely, absolutely. And that even extends to casual. You don't. We don't have to jump into the relationship end of things to enjoy each other, but you do need to act like you are actually enjoying my present my existence because while your mouth may lie your energy doesn't your energy will tell on you every time with somebody who is in touch with with the woo-woo there's a lot of things that i can read and pick up on i can't wait to find that person that just connects with me who gets it who's not trying to change any part of me i've never tried to change a person that i've, I've been dealing with ever but they've always tried to make me bend to their will, and i'm just like why Am I not enough? Am I, am I too much? And I realize that absolutely not. None of this is my issue. My issue comes in with allowing these people to stay far longer than they deserve to. And I'm more than accommodating and about to become less so. I've established what it is that I want and what I'm willing to accept. And that's not negotiable. Even if it's casual. There are certain boxes you still need to check. Even if it's casual. Now, where I do take responsibility and accountability is in... What I do after a person shows me who they are. If you show me who you are and it's trash, I, I I can no longer give you the benefit of the doubt. Because again, if you can complain, you can communicate. When you choose to do that is important. Don't start complaining about some shit after the fact. If you have an issue, you want to ensure that there isn't an issue, go ahead and bring up your concerns beforehand just to ensure that there's no confusion on anybody's Heart. which is why knowing yourself, knowing your boundaries, knowing what you will, will and won't accept is important. How many of you can truly say that you know who you are? You know who you are and you know that which you find non-negotiable. I think that will make life so much easier for not only me, but for people in general. Simply turn off the world and the world's opinions, sit with yourself and discover who you are. So that you can present the world the best version of yourself and let them take it or leave it so we i'm trying to work on whether or not i'm going to have segments and maybe some q a yeah let me know what you think let me know what you think i'm thinking of having a segment called megan's musings or something just so that i can kind of insert the random epiphanies that i have occasionally this weekend i had a moment of reflection Dealing with a situation uh, it's not really a situation anymore. But as I reassessed my position in dating in life, what my goals are, I had it in my head that I wanted something casual. No feelings, no emotions. If we're gonna if we're gonna get straight to the business, straight to the work, that's what it's going to be. And I feel like God, the universe, my ancestors, spirit guys, whatever you want to label the energy as, sent me exactly what I was looking for, the extreme. And I feel like whatever you put out frequency-wise, you receive it. So if you're constantly like, I only attract trash. Well, there's a reason for that. And I believe it's because there is something in you that needs to be balanced. And we're sent people in situations in order to test that resolve to bring us into balance. That was my musing. That was my, my reflection moment that I had. I'm going to explain it the way that I explained it to a friend of mine, as we talked about it. People are lessons, walking, talking, breathing lessons. And what you allow to come in and out of your life is meant to teach you something, regardless of whether or not it was good, it was bad. It's meant to do something for you in your life, right? And I feel like the people that we keep around in our lives, we keep because they speak to something within us. They speak to something within us and they help us to maintain that balance of whatever that thing is within us. So when I put the energy out there that I wanted something casual, I feel like I got the extreme of that so that I could go back and reevaluate and, re-evaluate and reassess whether or not that's something I truly wanted. And I didn't like how that felt. I didn't like how any of that felt. So I'm like, no, that that doesn't work for me. And my job is not to point the fingers at the other person because they are simply being themselves and living in their truth at that moment. However, what I gleaned from the situation was that's not something I wanted to be a part of. As I said before, I want the good morning text. I want the how are you's. What are you doing today? You look nice. I need all of that. I need all those things. And so to deal with somebody who who offers none of that, it's like, okay. You might wanna reevaluate the the energetic frequency that you're operating on. If you're constantly attracting people who are terrible with money, what issues with money do you have that may need to be reassessed? And these don't always have to be negative things either. Maybe you are too tight and a person comes into your life and they're a little bit more lax in their spending. And the lesson for you is, to maybe meet them somewhere in the middle. That doesn't mean that that's your person. That just means that that was a lesson that you needed to learn. That it's okay to save and pinch pennies, but you also need to find balance so that it's not the extreme. I think the world forces us to these different versions of extremes and the people that we encounter are meant to bring us back into alignment. That's just my thought. So now after dealing with such a negative situation, I realized that, hey, overly casual doesn't work for me. So what does work for me? I'm still figuring that out <laughs> I also think it is extremely important To know that when you are Actually doing the work on yourself That regardless of what The other person does Whether good or bad You have to take a step back and assess The role that you played In the situation Could I have handled that differently Could I have asked more questions Could I have avoided this completely Everything is a give give and take learning opportunity And people miss out on the the chance to grow. Don't miss out on your chance because you're, tr- you're you you want to be an asshole. As I go back to edit this, I just want you guys to know that there are things that I am listening to and working on to make this experience better, for not just you but me as well. I realize that I talk really fast. I promise that track is not sped up. When I get excited and I'm passionate about something, I talk really fast. So if it's too fast, let me know so that I can work on deliberately slowing down because that's not something that I naturally do unless I'm I'm really thinking and trying to process what you're saying. Same as before, it's time to pay some bills. None of this is sponsored. This is all, all me right now. Your support is greatly appreciated. If you listen to my podcast, give me a good rating, Give me your feedback. If you pick up one of my books, I really do appreciate that as well. And just a little tidbit, just for a little behind the scenes secret for anybody who may come across this podcast, I'm working on a nonfiction, almost self-help book. Not really self-help, but kind of self-help. Identifying your goals, changing your mindset to be able to achieve said goals. That's loosely what I'm working with here very loosely. So same as last week, I'm going to plug my books because why not? We have my my number one seller titled Sweetly Swirled. And there is a very interesting story behind this book that I will tell one day. Sweetly Swirled is a contemporary romance between a black woman and a Samoan man. And I had so much fun writing this book. There's so much of me in this book that I hope you guys can connect with it and you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed writing it. those many 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 years ago sweetly swirled by ml span what's better than a hot steamy cup of coffee the equally hot barista serving it of course 24 year old Bree's life has taken an unexpected turn and she finds herself jobless and borderline homeless with no positive prospects for the future things only get worse after a handsome jerk humiliates her because of her weight causing her self-confidence to take a massive hit. The only bright spot in this downward spiral is going to her local coffee shop and drowning her sorrows in mugs of delicious coffee served by an equally delicious barista, Jace. When he offers Brie a job in his cafe, naturally she pounces on the opportunity, rather than him. Unfortunately, the position comes with strings attached. She must help him recapture the heart of his ex-girlfriend and make him irresistible to her. Brie agrees to help, but now she's the one pining away after a man who's off limits. Going after Jace is a bad idea, but everything changes, and soon the steam in Jace's lingering gaze is hotter than the coffee they swirl. Again, that was Sweetly Swirled by yours truly, Contemporary Romance. It does end with a happily ever after, so I do hope you pick it up and you give it a read and you enjoy it. And now to kind of wrap up the show, wrap up this episode... I want to leave you with this final word that goes along perfectly with this episode of why you being weird. Dealing with me comes with disclaimers and for yourself, if you came with a warning label, what would it say? What would be your warning to the world if they could just pick you up, read your label and decide if they want to deal with you? I'm not sure what mine would be, honestly, aside from proceed with caution. I want people to understand I don't like this concept of showing up and presenting people with less. That's such an easy escape, an easy cop-out. You, you start off on the wrong foot of showing up with less. And here's what I need you to understand, especially when I identify that you have shown up with less. Okay, your first mistake was approaching me with less than what I deserve. And oftentimes your second mistake is failing to correct the first one. Play with somebody else. is dangerous over here. And with that being said, we're going to wrap up this week's episode. Feel free to drop me a line. Tell me what your disclaimer would be. What would your word, your wise words for the world be? If you have episode recommendations, segment recommendations, or any recommendations, honestly, be sure to drop me a line. I have enjoyed you listening to my rantings and ravings. I have so many things I wanna talk about. I have yet to determine what we'll talk about next, but a few housekeeping things that I have determined, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about releasing twice a week on Mondays and Fridays. So you can start your week off with me and you can end it with me. I think that'd be nice since these are shorter episodes. I don't know. This is a, a learning experience that we are working on together. And now it is time for me to say goodbye. Thank you so much for your support and I hope you tune in next week too. Have a good one.